Welcome to the Starting With One podcast, Success Leaves Clues series with Robin Bailey and Al McDonald. Have you ever wondered what makes someone successful? What are they doing that is different? How do they achieve greatness? We believe that success leaves clues. In this series, we are interviewing very successful people from different walks of life to hear their stories. We'd like to remind our listeners that the views expressed in this podcast are those of our guests and not necessarily those shared by our hosts. Welcome back to the Starting With One podcast, Success Leaves Clue series. Thank you to our audience for helping us achieve our top 20 of 2021 status. Uh, I love saying that. Today's episode is sponsored by Life and Legacy Advisory Group. We believe sound financial advice improves people's lives. We are also brought to you by ARIA Benefits. We help visionary entrepreneurs to grow their companies through attracting and retaining top talent. Want to find out the top seven secrets that super successful CEOs already know? Then reach out to me and uh, we'll have a great conversation around that. I'm your host, Robin Bailey, here with my co-host and fantastic business partner, Al McDonald. Al, how's your week going? It's been a great week, busy as always, and looking forward to today's podcast with our guest. We met him uh, some while back and we've been very persistent trying to get him on the show. So today we've succeeded. So I'm excited to talk to him. Yes, this one has been a long time coming, Al. And as we were talking about, you know, this is this is one I was really looking forward to sinking my teeth into. Ha <laughs> ha, wink, wink. Our audience will see what I mean in a second. So today's guest is Anil Manhas, founder and CEO at Bruch. Anil has a career spanning over 14 years working in the financial services industry and in CEO positions of his previous companies. Recently, he was CEO of Surface 604, which is an electric bike company that he founded in 2015 and grew to be one of North America's leading e-bike brands. So I know Al's going to be interested in that. He was also president and CEO of GVA Brands, Rosso Sports, a company he purchased in 2014 and transformed into Canada's leader in entry-level power sports. And he previously worked at Credit Suisse in Los Angeles for two years as an investment banking analyst before joining Onyx Corporation in Toronto as a member of the investment team for five years, evaluating and executing large private equity transactions across multiple industries. Anil holds an honors business administration degree from the Richard Ivey School of Business. Man, uh, you are one accomplished guy. Welcome to the show, Anil. Thanks, guys. Really excited to be on here. Yeah, we're excited too. And it's been a long time coming. And uh, and of course, we use Bruce, so we're pretty excited to talk about it today. So why don't we start with the obvious? Because listeners are probably thinking, okay, what is Bruce? Bruce is a subscription-based electric toothbrush company that we launched in 2019. I've been working on the project for a couple of years prior to that. And really how it came to be is that I think for most people, their dentist visits involve being told that A, they need to floss more and B, they should be using an electric toothbrush. But despite that fact, the vast majority of North Americans still use a manual brush. So why is that? Well, first and foremost, electric toothbrushes are expensive with the high-end Philips Sonicare and Oral-B models retailing for over 200 bucks, which for most people, you know, isn't an accessible price point for an electric toothbrush. Uh, and then number two, the buying experience is, is really just miserable. The brushes are often locked up in case. You have to get an attendant to come and unlock it, figure out if you need soft bristles or extra soft bristles or, or medium bristles, figure out which brush head fits your unit. It's really just a very painful experience. So what we've tried to do is, is really solve those kind of key pain points. With Bruce, I think 
our value proposition is really threefold. I think number one, you're getting a top of the line electric toothbrush that'd be akin to the highest end Philips Sonic and OLB models that retail for over 200 bucks for 79 bucks. So considerably cheaper. And then number two, you're getting the convenience of the subscription model. So three brush heads sent to your door every six months for $18. Don't need to figure out which brush head fits your unit. We've customized our brush heads to fit our brush. So you don't really need to go through that whole painful experience at the drugstore. And then number three, you know, as you guys can attest to or be the judge of, I think our unit really looks good. I think it's really sleek. Our target market is really millennials and, you know, really wanted to develop something that that group would be very proud to have on their countertop. And I think we've accomplished that. I think, you know, right down to our unboxing experience, I think is very Apple-esque and really sets the stage well for that consumer's first use of the product. When we first started chatting and you said you were going to send us one, I thought, okay, that's cool. And I never thought I'd think a toothbrush actually looked cool. But when I see it, it, you're so right. It actually looks cool. It's something, you know, you want on your counter, you know, the old electric toothbrush that I had, you know, it's kind of, no offense, but it's, it's, it's kind of boring. It just sat there. I mean, as people will see, once they go to your website, there's a, there's an array of colors. I mean, I got black on black, just like my car. I think it looks so slick. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's amazing that you've created this aura around a toothbrush, but I got to ask you, like, why, like, are you just into really clean teeth? Like, how did you decide on this industry? Well, I really looked for an industry that I thought could be disrupted, where there was an opportunity to come in and really solve a problem. To me, when I looked at the electric toothbrush industry, I saw a lot of similarities to the razor industry prior to that industry being successfully disrupted by Dollar Shave Club and Harry's. You know, a lot of the stuff that I mentioned, I think expensive product, very poor buying experience. And also for the longest time, the electric toothbrush industry has really been dominated by duopoly. Really, it's Oral-B and Philips. And there really hasn't been any kind of choices outside of that. Um, I think, you know, those businesses have been very focused on kind of their bricks and mortar distribution network and less focused on kind of the emerging shift to e-commerce and also that shift to the millennial consumer. I think a lot of times... Philips and Oral-B really just use kind of marketing tactics and messaging that appeals to baby boomer demographic and less so kind of that emerging millennial demographic. I can attest to Neil to what you said previously about the dental experience. Every time I go, those are the two things I get is you need to floss more. And they always ask me, do you use an electric toothbrush? Which I have for a long time. But again, just like Robin said, and like you said, yours is the coolest for sure unwrapping Thank it you. and having it having it sitting on the counter is actually really cool. So yeah, yeah, I understand exactly what you're talking about. Tell us a little bit about Bruchin from your perspective. You talked about Oral-B, you talked about Philips. How does it stack up versus competition from your perspective? Yeah, well, I really break the competition up into two buckets. I think, you know, number one, you have the Philips and Oral-B who make great products. But as I said, it's very expensive uh, with the high-end units retailing for $200 plus. And then you have kind of emerging kind of millennial focused, oftentimes subscription product, which we would fall into other companies that would kind of fall into the, uh, that bucket include kind of Quip, Gobi, Burst. Their products, I would say they're much cheaper at kind of, you know, around the $40, $50 price point, but the quality is far inferior to the Philips and Oral-B counterparts. And to me, what we really tried to do is come in the middle and offer a product that would be more akin in terms of quality to the Philips and the Oral-B, but at a price point, $79, closer to the kind of quips of the world. So speaking of great smiles, I'm going to segue here. 
you know, if anyone who goes on the website, they're going to see obviously a picture of, of Kevin Hart, one of the greatest smiles and, and one of the greatest comedians out there. How did that come to be? Where did, where did that partnership come from? Firstly, we're really, really, really excited about that partnership. And I think the most important thing was all about fit from both sides. I think for us, when we look for kind of a partner, a brand ambassador, I think Kevin really is aligned with what we're trying to do, which is kind of inject life and basically take an industry or take an activity that's previously been kind of looked on very negatively and just inject some fun and life into that. And I think Kevin's a good fit in that regard. Obviously, he's one of the funniest people in the world, has a great smile. So I just really think was a, a good fit for our overall brand values. And, and really, it went both ways. I mean, you know, I think the thing that got Kevin interested in it was the product. I know it's it's something that he uses daily, his family uses daily. So there really had to be a fit from his side as well. And he felt the same way that really, he's all about smiles. He's all about laughter. And, and obviously, you know, we kind of fit the bill in that department. He certainly fits the bill in terms of, in my mind anyway, and of course, you know, I'm looking as an outsider in at your company and, and you being an entrepreneur, Kevin fits in well with what I think is the journey you're on as well, because anyone who's read Kevin's book realizes this guy has worked for everything, all the successes that he's got. He's a true entrepreneur in every sense of the word. I mean, his, his industry is different than ours. His is comedy and movies and things like that. But I really respect that work ethic. So in terms of a partner for your company and setting good values, I think that's just a great combination. He really is one of the hardest working guys I've ever encountered. And he's been a real great partner for us in this. So we've been really excited about the partnership with Kevin. And Neil, can you talk a little bit about what you see as maybe your biggest challenge that you're facing right now? For me, I think our biggest challenge is for a, a new brand in a competitive space. Our biggest challenge is really awareness. You know, I'm very confident in the product. I think if you go and look at the reviews on, on our website, those are all authentic customer reviews. To me, what excites me most about this business is just how much people love the brush. I know that every time we sell one of our brushes, that that person is going to come and leave a five-star review, refer family and friends, potentially buy our second or a third as a gift, really just be an overall advocate of the brand. So now really the challenge at hand is really just to get as many brushes out there as possible and really just build awareness around our product. Maybe I should go on and, and write it up a testimonial for you because yes, I'll, I'll be one of your big fans myself. I think <laughs> great. Hey, I just had an idea guys. What if we had this number one rated podcast all over the world that we could start talking about how great the Bruce is. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> there we are already. Well, Neil, one of the things that we love speaking with other our entrepreneurs, I mean, and this is something that we really enjoy and having these conversations. I know our audience does too, because there's a lot of entrepreneurs there who are in their audience. And we love hearing those stories. We love hearing the struggles. So, you know, other people are going through struggles, but I think we all love hearing, what are you excited about right now? What's next? You know, what's, what's going on and, and what gets you up in the morning? I mean, for me, I think for Bruce right now, I think the one thing that I'm most excited about would be new products. In Q1 of next year, we're going to be launching toothpaste, mouthwash, gloss, a whitening pen, and then probably later on, second half of the year, a kid's brush obviously our kind of hero products, the electric brush, but really excited to expand our product line into other parts of oral care. I think between the toothpaste, floss, mouthwash, and whitening pen, that really consists of 95% of the consumable oral care market. 
So really excited to have offerings in those categories that our customer base can add to their subscription. Very cool. I got to ask you, because I'm always trying my little life hacks here and, and try to learn from everyone that I talk to. Someone like yourself, who's hard charging, going after it, new development products. What are you reading? What are you listening to in terms of podcasts? Anything you can share with our listeners? I'm old school. Um, just the financial background. I'm a real financial times and Wall Street Journal and New York Times sort of guy. The weekends for me, you know, one of my favorite parts of the weekend is, is getting a coffee in the morning and kind of reading an old school newspaper. Um, nice. I, re- I really enjoy it. And do you, you actually sit down with a physical newspaper? Because that is rare. With a, with a physical newspaper. Wow. Yes. That's impressive. <laughs> you don't hear that too much anymore. It's almost hard to find physical newspapers anymore. It's a habit <laughs> that followed me back to my kind of credit Swift days. So. Yeah. It's like uh, trying to find a newspaper box is like, is like trying to find a, uh, a payphone nowadays. <laughs> so you, you, you have to go searching for them. So no, that's cool. A lot of people don't even know what a payphone is anymore. <laughs> oh my goodness. Ask someone under, uh, I don't know, what, 25? They know what a payphone is? Or is that right? Phone booth? Wow. <laughs> I don't think anyone today has quarters for them. So there's lugging around quarters for them. Well, we're certainly not going to talk about uh, listening to cassettes or anything like that then, because uh, I think we'll definitely lose half of the audience where we talk about CDs and and cassettes. Well, Neil, thanks for joining us today. It's always cool to hear entrepreneurs' stories. And I know we've been looking forward to this one for quite a while. So I do appreciate you making the effort to come on the show. And it's always great to connect with you. We've done that a few times now. What's the best way for people to reach out to you if they have any questions about yourself or what you're doing at Bruch? They could feel free to email me directly at anil at bruch.com. That would be the best way. Okay, excellent. All right, that does it for today's episode. I really enjoyed this conversation. As always, I hope you did too. If you have questions for Al or myself, please feel free to give us a call or by joining the conversation on LinkedIn. Success leaves clues, my friends. And remember, it all starts with one.